Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nate and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl Nakai and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, love ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. We have made it to September where it's still hot outside. I'm letting y'all know this now. And if y'all know, and if y'all are going, have fun at the Beyonce concert, y'all. Y'all know we got to pay these bills because inflation is real. So we're from our sponsor. If you are a business owner and looking for a way to create systems to help streamline your business, check out ICL Solutions. It is an online business strategy who specialize in creating systems for businesses. Use the code WMB to get a free 40-minute consultation. All right, Sunny D, go ahead and tell them what's new. Hey friends, can't get enough of Where's My Blueprint podcast? Join our free VIP community for exclusive WMB content, including a brand new newsletter, bonus episodes, and so much more. You can sign up for free by clicking the VIP is a place to be button in our link tree in the bio of our Instagram at Where's My Blueprint Pod. Can't wait to connect with you. Okie dokie, ladies. So for the either or, either spiritual abundance or physical prosperity and whatever that means for you. I don't have capacity for questions. Take that as it is. Which are you choosing? Well, 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 you know, that's that's kind of a difficult one. Um, you would think that it would be like, okay, spiritual abundance. But I feel like we all are born with spiritual abundance. Like we all have that within us, whether you have to seek it out in your own way, we still have it within us. So I'll take the physical prosperity. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So I think to kind of build upon what Miss Tori said, longtime listeners, I know y'all recognize that voice. I am going to tap into fully my spiritual abundance and manifest some prosperity in all the realms. That's the one. That's the one right there. That is pretty much in alignment with my thoughts is spiritual abundance because being that in sync with everything that God has desired for myself, which is way more than what I could ever manifest on my own. Like he has so many more great things that I can't even fathom. I'm trying to, we, we try to have our relationship. We, we, You know what I'm saying? Me and him, we cool. And I'm trying to get on his level so that whatever physical prosperity that he likes to rain down upon me in my household, I would gladly take it 100%. This is why I got to go first with Nay on here. (laughs) And I say that because she took it. still love her great minds because that's what my thought I was like oh this is a good one especially because somebody said they don't have the capacity for extra questions you know your audience 
because that was my thing is like, okay, well, if I'm tapped, if I'm tapped in, tuned in with my spiritual abundance, that means I'm vibrating at such a frequency that anything that I want, all I do is have to put the thought out there, ask it, and it's coming to me, whether that's physical, anything. So if I'm asking, hey, I need a million dollars and I need you to manifest it in this type of way, I'm being very specific, expecting and know it's coming because I'm now so connected with God or whomever y'all believe in. But for me, it's God, um, spiritual abundance that he already knows. Like all I do is have to ask, give him that thought and boom, it's there. Now it may not be there the next day, but I know it's coming. So yeah. With that, y'all heard the voice. Nay already said it. We have our cousin back on the pod. Yes, yes, yes. Come on tour. Hey Hey, y'all. It feels so good. Just back at the crib with the girls, with the fam. Y'all already know this is Soulful Tea, Tori of Soulful Media. I'm back here. I'm so happy to be with my ladies. So we can just get into it today. I'm I'm ready to get into it because I got some things I want to talk about. So yes. So let's let's do it, ladies. Yes. So I'm excited. And she's going to jump us into that because we are four beautiful Black women. And with the quote of this episode, it says, a friendship founded on business is better than a business founded on friendship by John D. Rockefeller. What are your thoughts, 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 thoughts? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Run that back. Run that back for me one more time, please. (laughs) A friendship founded on business is better than a business founded on friendship. Okay. Yes, I understand now. I understand now. And I would agree with that. I would agree with that because that goes along with like, don't start a business with your friend or don't start a business with like relatives because you're too close. It's too close to comfort, right? And it's both, both the people could be good friends, right? But are you good working partners? Do y'all, you know, help each other in this capacity so y'all can benefit in the business? Because a lot of friendships are broken because of business. So I definitely agree with that. You probably will find better friends if y'all already coming together in a mindset of starting a business because y'all work, you know, work the same, y'all align, your minds probably work the same. So yes, I, I totally agree with that. What y'all think? I thought this was really interesting. I know, I well, initially I was going to say I haven't had any friendships that are founded from a business perspective, but I do have friendships that have developed because of business because we work together and because we'd work together then we've developed like a friendship we have common goals or whatever we see how each other works I spend time more time probably with them than I do with people at home because work in America is work in America but yeah it's it's interesting because I've seen businesses which is kind of related partially related to our moments of melanation we'll get into later in the episode. But I've seen businesses where the people work very well together. They have a very successful business, but they are actually not friends, which I find that concept to be interesting. So yeah, I thought that this friendship, I thought that this quote was an interesting one. It definitely ma- it definitely makes you think though, for sure. Okay, so this one, it made me think and it confused me for a second because I agree with it as is. But then I was like, well, I do have, you know, a business business, this podcast that was founded in friendship. But then I was like, well, wait a minute, but we met because of work. So was it a a friendship that was founded on business that then became a business founded on friendship? And now I'm confused. See, I love this. I love this. And I say that because when I read the quote, I was like, oh, that's good. Because my initial thought was it makes so much sense. Because if we are founded, if our relationships first and foremost start out as a business relationship, most people 
all emotions are to the side because now we're talking about business and we're talking about money, meaning I don't care about your emotions. Are you able to execute A, B, C, D, and E, right? I don't care being very respectful at this time. I don't care that you have something going on. We have a contract. Are you able to fulfill this contract? And so then I thought I was like, dang, that's so harsh. But that's the reality of business. But even in the harshness, if you can see someone, how they really work in business, the harshness, the like how they communicate, how they work, and you can create a friendship out of that. I feel like that's that's going to be a friendship that's going to last forever because I see how you work. I see you. You see me when I'm cussing you out or I don't have to say cuss you out. You see me when we are in a argument or debate on what the negotiations are, what all of this is going to happen to be. Are we going to be able to do contract negotiations and still smile and go get drinks afterwards, you know? And so, yeah. And it's funny because when you said that, Nay, I was thinking, I was like, dang, that's true. We started as business, friendship, then business and still friendship. <laughs> but the opposite with uh, Sunny D and I is that we started friendship, then business. So it's like, this is crazy. And then also with Tori, I met you business, <laughs> business right that created friendship yeah 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 like the the latter kind of always work out some kind of way beneficially but you know the other way around when it's like you have friends and you join together y'all have this great business idea actually I got a great story so whenever we get in our topic today I can dive into it because this is actually an example how friends may not be able to work together to continue to do things okay okay all right we're gonna roll with it so you know we're talking about podcast Okay, the wonderful world of podcasting. And um, I started a podcast. I started two now. I started two. Oh, wow. Look at me. Okay. I started two podcasts, right? And the first time I started, I started with my best friend, like my bestest friend. We grew up together, um, knew each other since the fourth grade. Like, you know, we we was tight. We was tight like that. And so we um, started this podcast. It was like a business um, podcast about entrepreneurs and stuff. And it was fun. It was fun in the beginning but then when it got down to the nitty-gritty it got down to the details people you know following through on what you say you're going to do things just start to slowly like crumble right until I had to put a contract to my friend like sign this contract and do this so I know that you're actually going to follow through and we can be doing this together but it ended up not working and then other things end up coming up and we end up falling out like we're no longer friends unfortunately and it didn't start because because of the podcast, I think that was just added to it. So sometimes, you know, you just don't work well in business aspect with friends, friends, because y'all just not on that same wavelength, you know? So, so yeah, that's my story. What happened with me with that situation, but meeting people in other networking and business type of environments, I think it can foster growth for friendships and for business. And I love that you said that because I do feel like when I met you and I told you that was like, my first actually time saying like, oh, I have a podcast and that's what I do. And I remember you literally told me, it was like, girl, (laughs) and you were like, hey, I'm not discouraging you, but I'm letting you know, like being realistic, it's a lot of moving parts from like confirming artists. I mean, you're um, confirming your guests, 
How does this, um, how are you editing? How are you putting it up? Like all of that. And when I say, I remember that so well, because we were in San Diego and right before me going, I literally called Sunny D and Nate and was like, I want to go, but I'm nervous. I wish y'all were here so y'all can go with me. Uh." And they both were like, go, you have to talk about it. Like we're doing this together, go. And I'm like, I don't want to go. But then I went and met you, right? But I think uh, like Nate and you said like, and this time of day, everybody has a podcast. Everybody's trying to start a podcast, which we were like, like, I'm all gun ho Like, you do you. If you want a podcast, do it, do it, do it. But also, as we say, we are women who want to teach and educate and enlighten you that we want to tell you the whole entire story with podcasting. So the beauty of this is that you have WMB, which is us and with three women. And then we have Tori, who has um, Soulful, her podcast. The Soul Boss. of Me podcast. The Soul Thank of you. Me podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was like, we're going to plug that one in because I know I just butchered <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it's it's so beauty it's so beautiful because you are now having access to four different experiences right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna start this out with when you when we each started so this is a question for each one of us how what was the one thing that you struggled with with starting this podcast okay I can start <laughs> for me it was getting up the courage to ask Sunny D and Nate to be on it because it was like this idea that happened through COVID because COVID happened lost job it was like a trip like a domino effect and so when it actually happened and I like listening David Shan social proof and I was like we could do this we have a lot to talking about because adults adulting is fucking hard like no one talks about I don't have a blueprint no one's telling me how to do this and I'm calling my family and they're like oh well you know just stick to the plan what And then when you realize like your family can't help you, the people that you go to really can't help you. And then for me, it's like, if I can't go to y'all, I'm going to my my circle, which are these ladies and some other ladies. And I'm like, I need help. And so from that and just my circle group, I was like, I'm not the only one going through this. When I asked both of them, I was like, so they don't know this. I don't think I've ever told y'all this, but I was so nervous and anxious because I was like, oh my gosh, what if they say no? What if they ask me questions that I don't have answers to? Oh my gosh, help me. Um, I don't know. Don't ask. Don't ask. So I pushed it off until I just randomly sent them a text and was like, hey, would you be interested in being on the podcast? I'll say when I started the first time, it was different. Our idea of what we wanted to do and present <laughs> the name of the podcast was called, I'm getting so excited because kind of thinking about it. The name of the podcast was called FM, right? But it was an acronym, F-E-M, which stood for future entrepreneurs and moguls, right? So we were these young women and also said femme, you know, female, whatever. But, um, you know, young women, aspiring entrepreneurs, trying to get our vision, our business ideas out there, trying to figure out this entrepreneur life and, you know, start a podcast. And then we also wanted to do something similar to what David Shan does is like uh, interview of successful entrepreneurs uh, in different industries and get their their gems, get their um, wisdom and just kind of use that to kind of help us, but also others who are on the same path. So, so yeah, initially it, it was exciting. It was taboo. 
blue and then I even made a um god I'm so creative right I'm so creative I even made uh, a little intro jingle uh to the podcast it was a song I was rapping and I used Snoop Dogg uh drop it like it's hot drop it like it's hot I use that I use the intro middle and so let me see if I can remember a little bit of it oh my gosh so funny um oh I don't even know I can't even remember it because it was so long ago but I know at the end I was like future entrepreneurs and moguls future entrepreneurs and moguls like look I was dope okay I was dope on the bars I'm gonna drop my mixtape soon all right look out for that but no like it was fun in the beginning right like it was fun we had got like two or three guests you know it was fun we had somebody record us so we kind of had everything set up but it was hard to keep that momentum going it was hard to like continue to book the guests stay on schedule after we did the recording um who's going to do the editing right and then a lot of that stuff start to fall on me because I'm the techie one truthfully I really am everybody called me the techie IT queen in my family yes I wear that proudly so it, it started to fall on me and I'm just like yo this is hard this is a lot I can't do all of this by myself and so now when I had the great idea, God blessed me with another idea for a podcast. And I started this started this summer, um, the Soul of Media podcast. It's even more difficult being on there by yourself. And I didn't realize how much I don't talk to myself <laughs> a lot, you know? And when you are a single host on a podcast, I don't have any guests yet. It's just me. And so I'm trying to make sure my breath is steady and all that different stuff. So I'm learning now how to like, you know, find the rhythm, find my own rhythm when it comes to podcasts. But it's also hard to stay with that consistency. So that's what I'm struggling with. Uh, and I'm glad we have an open conversation because I definitely can use some encouragement and wisdom from you ladies to ha- kind of help me keep going with it because yeah, the 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 struggle is homework out here in these podcast streets. Okay. <laughs> I think initially my biggest challenge, and it still remains one of my challenges, is just the time management and the time dedicated to this process. I (laughs) tell Nakai all the time, and it's been my refrain since she first asked me to be on a podcast with it because I know the heifer knew that I was just going to say no, but (laughs) I know that's what her thought process was. But I always told her and I continue to tell her to this day, this is your baby. I am on here to help you. But when it is no longer feasible for me or when the goals of this no longer align with the goals of my baby, then I'm bowing out because I don't want to be a hindrance to you. But I also don't want to stifle and block the plans that the Lord has for my life if it doesn't coincide with the plans that he has for yours. And then just juggling, moving to a new country, being a mom, being a wife, it's a lot. So yeah, I would rather bow out gracefully before I become a hindrance to the greatness that is in her and the Lord wants to have for her. I think for me, one of my early struggles, and it seems to be kind of ongoing depending upon what's going on in my life outside of the pod is realizing how structured this needs to be in order for the overall mission and goals that we've agreed upon to be achieved. Like I've had ideas of starting a podcast or being on a podcast for years. Like, and I think even Akai and I had talked about it just off and on in general, very casual conversation, like, oh, that would be fun. So then when she presented the opportunity to actually do it, and I'm like, yeah, we've been talking about this for a minute off and on, like, cool. And then it's like, no, this is like legitimate. <laughs> this is like a legitimate 
thing that we're doing. We have a process and like systems and just the disconnect that I had between, oh, this is something fun to do with my friends. We have these really in-depth conversations just when we talk as friends anyway. And we're like, this is interesting stuff that could possibly help other people, which is what I think is one of the things that kind of stemmed the, we should probably do some sort of, you know, have some sort of a platform because we we can't be the only ones (laughs) having these questions going through these things type of you know type of deal so it's the disconnect between these casual fun conversations you have with friends and actually putting out a product from a business standpoint and that's been that was definitely one of the things like that didn't necessarily like fire off on all cylinders in my mind early on so yeah that's definitely something that I I had experienced so am I a unicorn or just the extremely realistic maybe borderline pessimistic person on this podcast between the four of us because I've always knew this was going to take work and a whole lot of work. (laughs) And that was my trepidation in beginning it because I was like, this is about to be a butt ton of work. (laughs) Do I want to go through with this? Like, yeah, I'll make it seem all rainbows and like, we're going to help people. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. And meanwhile, I'm like, man, it's going to be a lot of work. It's funny that you even say that because when, before I even asked, I was like, okay, first and foremost, do I have the capacity? Because just looking at and listening to all the podcasts I listen to, and then even listening to how they started and everything of like, oh, the cliche, all you need is a phone and a, a platform and you got it. And I'm like, that's a lie. Because the lies, the lies, the lies. Girl, say it again for the people in the back. Because I mean, they, they, they lied to us. They didn't tell us the real and I feel like that's how they always do now and the gurus and stuff oh it's so easy all you need is a phone and a dream anyone can start a podcast wherever you are it's like yeah anyone can start it but can you be successful with it can you grow it you know yeah they let that part out Mm -hmm. and I'm so glad you tapped into that because that is the fact like yeah you can start it but like Sunny D said what systems do you have what does that look like how often are you meeting and for us it was not only what systems do we have which I'm going to say, I love that I'm a system person because I was like, I can't function without some type of document. <laughs> like I need to know what's continually going on. So we created all of these tools and systems of like, okay, well, what happens with this person gets to editing? Okay. What happens after this? What happens after this? Like we had to have a, for me, you can call it third or fifth grade, whatever, but I had to know what A to B to C to D to E looked like, because if I did not know that, then we were just, because we were already, and I say this, we were already jumping off a bridge into the Ocean, trying to build a plane or a boat as we're going into the ocean. Now we're in the ocean and we're still trying to build this damn boat and we still learning. Like we're still learning every single day that we're doing this, but it goes back to, um, for me, goes back to like also learning each other's personalities because it's a huge time commitment. And even with that, I even told them, I remember when we had our initial meeting and we were trying to learn, figure out our names, we were doing survey monkey and stuff like that. And I was like, y'all, I don't know, but <laughs> (laughs) we we gonna do this we gonna do this and I remember when we were like let's push the start date back let's push the start date back let's push we're not ready and I was like no we're ready sin and it was like oh shit we can't go back now but glad we did because if we kept pushing it back pushing it back pushing it back then will we have continued will we have done it will we have just kept making excuses so and I think that taps into something that people are scared of but it is extremely beneficial when you're going in business for yourself it's that level of ego and hubris 
the fact that once it tapped in, we were like, oh, we got to do it. We got to keep going. Like we can't fail. And people are so scared of ego, but ego is a very strong motivator. Like nobody wants to be looked at as a failure, especially on public stages. So the fact that we're like, yeah, we might not be the most prepared, but we press, you know, air, we press live. And so we got to, we got to stick through with it. And the hubris of, well, heck, if everybody can do a podcast, why can't we? Like we listen to people who have silly things to talk about. Surely there's one or two people who want to listen to us or who could benefit from our knowledge. So I think ego and hubris took us a long way than first couple of months. Yes. Yes. That part, you don't want to fail. You don't want people to feel like you are just talk and not about that action. And that's for you too. Like you said, it's, it's something for you to build your confidence in yourself, to believe in yourself that you actually can do it and just keep pushing yourself to go through with it. You know, sometimes we talk ourselves out of it. And just because you're like, oh, well, I don't have the perfect equipment. You know, I don't have the great setup. And, you know, it's it's not going to look like all the podcasts that I see. Yeah, maybe. But you don't know what those podcasts look like when they first started. You know, a lot of them said that they started in their closet or something. I'm like, is it good? Is it good? Acoustics in the closet? Let me try. You know, let me figure it out. So, so yeah, like everybody has their humble beginnings and if you kind of like you know understand that and expect that I feel like that'd be better when you're trying to go through with these goals these big goals right right these are big big things we're trying to achieve but just know like everybody have their slow beginnings and that like yeah it'll be a little rough and I feel like people like that too people like to see that authenticity they don't want you to see polished like soon as you out the gate like how sway how how you got all this great setup crispy audio and everything and you on episode one oh you got money oh you got money okay that's cool that's cool for you but that that's not my audience you know what I'm saying that's not the people I'm talking to because they know the struggle and I feel like it's more it's it's better to um, show more of that struggle in the beginning no matter what it looks like at least push it out there so people can see your journey as you progress all up until about nine months ago me literally in the closet boarded in the closet on my dresser <laughs> Sitting on a cooler because I didn't have space for an actual chair. So, yeah. But her sound was awesome because all of the stuff that she was surrounded by kind of like absorbed everything. So, like, we consistently was like, damn, Sunny Dude, what mic are you using? And she's using the same mic as us. It was just that she was in a closet that was a smaller space that was able to absorb all of the extra sounds and noises. And I wanted to go back to something that you said of, like, humble beginnings, right? And I don't like the word humble beginnings, but beginning. And I even think of like, even with us about our equipment, like, again, we are three different places, right? So we're looking at what mics works best. Like we're all testing different mics. We're testing different like software. We're like, okay, let's try Zoom. Let's try Zencaster. Let's try Red Circle. I mean, not Red Circle, uh, Red River. We were trying so many things. And like, it's even now to the point we're still trying to find that one platform that's our golden nugget. And even with that, I think of like, it's not how you start, but it's how you consistently continue to grow and finish with us growing. Like we're still trying to figure out what's that secret sauce for us to grow. What's that, what's that secret sauce for us to grow? What's that secret sauce for us to continue to be ourselves? And I use this as like being honest and having a personality, but also protecting the ones that we love, protecting like some things that we won't be able to say, Hey, yeah, so-and-so did this or oh yeah back in the day da 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 like so it's like this really true 
fine line of, yeah, we want y'all to see our personalities and get to know us, but we still have a responsibility to protect people who didn't ask to their names to be named on here and things like that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I have a question just, just randomly. Why don't you like humble beginnings? Why don't you like that, that term? Just curious. Well, we'll get into it. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't like humble beginnings because I definitely am. A, I mean, my life is a humble beginning. I just think of like when we say humble beginning, it always coordinates to like some poverty or some like low class or something like that. Or like you have to lower yourself or belittle yourself versus actually stand in your power, meaning you can be respectfully humble, but also know that I am the shit and I know what I'm doing. Whether you say it or not, I know who I am and I'm not going to humble myself or belittle myself or play small to make you feel better. So when I hear like humble beginnings, it's like, oh, I had to play small to get where I'm going. No, be who you are and know that if you like, for instance, I'm a random example. If you're an engineer and you know your shit, like if you're if you know, no, no, how to build this, no questions asked. Don't humble yourself to make somebody else look better. Know that you built this robot. Know that you know it in and out and keep going. Like, I feel like we live in a world where everybody has to play small to get where they are versus just be yourself. If you know it and you're confident, that's the word I'm looking for. If you're confident in yourself, be confident. If you're confident that you can start a podcast like we were, (laughs) then do it. You know what I mean? Like you're confident that you know this podcast that you're doing by yourself is going to be great. It's going to be successful and it's going to grow and change so many lives. Like I wouldn't ask you to say, I'm going to start from humble beginnings because it's not humble when you know that it's going to work out. Mm, mm, You just dropped that in me. You just dropped that in me. I received, I received, I received. Yes. Yes, I, I, I receive that, honestly, because it, it does make you feel like, yes, I have this great idea. I want to do it, but I know I'm going to struggle. I know I'm going to struggle. Like, no, you're not. Not necessarily. You know, you don't have to. You know, if, if God put this vision in you, why would he set you up to fail? You know what I'm saying? Like, have confidence in that. So I like that, Nakai. Thank you. Thank you for that, for breaking that down. And also, failure may not look the way you think that it does. So, for example, if, like, for example, there was a podcast that I used to listen to that had this one lady that I can't remember her name, forgive me, but it was her and Quinta Brunson, and I think they were friends, and they would do movie reviews of, like, Christmas, like, classic Christmas films. I can't remember what it's called. I'll have to find it, but they had, like, a season of it, and I adored it. I thought it was hysterical, just their takes on some of, like, Home Alone and Christmas with the Cranks, like, just random Christmas movies and their takes on them was always so funny. And then they stopped. Then there was no more episodes of it. And if you think, or if you look at the fact that there's a podcast and they only had one season and then they stopped to some people that could be viewed as a failure. But mind you, I said Quinta Brunson was on this podcast and we know who she is now, right? We know where she is now. We know she has Emmys and she is my favorite show that's on TV as of now that she is a star on and a writer and all of the things. We know that now. So like, it's not necessarily that even if something doesn't go in the manner that you planned or that you initially had envisioned, just because the trajectory has changed doesn't mean that it's a failure. So even 
if you take that leap of faith and you're jumping off the cliff into whatever idea or plan or whatever it is that you have in mind and you step out on faith and you do what that is, just because it looks like something different six months from now or a year from now or whatever, or doesn't even exist, but you're doing something else, they all have to happen in the manner that they have to happen in order for the real greatness to like be achieved. Do you know what I'm saying? So I can relate to having that like, ooh, because like Nakai said, we were like, should we push this off? I don't think we're ready. (laughs) We were very concerned early on on how to get this done. Like, what are we doing? The sound sounds wild. Maybe we should wait till we're all in the same place. Like, what what if we start this now and then they got to hop over a whole ocean? Like, what does this whole, the whole thing look like? Like, it was wild in those early days. But we've been doing this consistently for almost two years, right? We're still learning. We're still finding the grooves. I think if you listen to episode one and you listen to episode whatever it is that we're at now, Lord knows I'd have lost count because we've been consistent and we've been doing this every week for two years. Like it's a vast difference and a vast amount of growth that you can legitimately track. You know what I'm saying? So keep in mind that failure isn't, failure may not be what you think it is. Tori, I want to hit on like a notion that you hit on with the word struggle and like, why would you have to struggle when you begin something? I think too many times in our society or culture or whatever, we equate struggle and work. Like we conflate the two, but they're different. Like even the dictionary for struggle, it's making forceful, violent efforts to get free from restraint or constriction. When the definition of work is to do something that involves physical or mental effort. Like you don't have to be fighting in order to get something done. But anytime people, something don't come easy and it's not as simple as breathing and you have to put a little effort, people want to say, oh, I'm struggling. It's a struggle. No, it's work. And anything worth having is worth working for and working hard for. And if you can't put forth the mental and physical effort to make it happen, do you deserve it? So quit saying that it's a struggle and just say that you are working to achieve a goal. I get tired of, you know, people saying the two. It's like, no, they're different. They're different. Well, you know, um, it's all about that soft life. It's all about that soft life. You know, I'm living a soft life. I don't want to work too hard. I'm just living a soft life. I'm being very sarcastic, y'all. When that thing came out, that whole idea, I was like, what is that? Like, what? Are we princesses in a castle? And and, and we have like knights coming and and like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? I I did not sign up for that at all. Like, you're going to have to work, baby, baby girl. You're going to have to work for what you want in life. And no one's going to just come give it to you. No one's going to just come, here you go. You just look so soft and sweet and subtle. I just want to give it to you. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Like, it does not work like that. And people are allergic to work, okay? <laughs> they are allergic to it. It makes them, you know, they get hives. They, they break out, you know? Like, work? What? Work? You know? And it's like, and I think that is because they're not, they're not the vision of how it was set out no one ever shows the work that's necessary they just show the finished picture they just show the finished product they just show the building just standing there but you didn't see all the construction workers that have been working in the hot sun that's been getting up early in the morning staying late at night building this building so it can be stable and 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 be structured so that people could actually function and work and do other work in it you know what i'm saying so so yeah you're right now you you coming with the gems baby bring bring the real 
Bring the real, okay? Natore, I know what I'm about to say might be a contradiction, but you done came to the wrong <laughs> wrong podcast on some of that because at least two of the three of us want that soft life. I, I don't work too hard <laughs> and I'm tired of working at this stage in my life. So bring me the softness. Like, I don't want to work. I just understand the difference between work and struggle. But if I can be a pillow princess and Miss Prissy and sit on my ivory towel, I want that in this season. Now, next season, you know, seasons don't last always. So next season, I might be willing to work again. But this season, I thoroughly understand what it means to sit on my laurels. And I feel like I am deserving of that right now. And I will work come next season. I feel you. I think it's a difference, though. I think it's a difference, though. Like, it, it, it does come in season. It does come in time. But you have a family. You know, you have a husband. You have someone there to actually kind of help you through your soft season. Right? Right? What about others who be like, you know what? I'm just tired. I don't want to work. I'm just going to sit up. You ain't got no man. You ain't got, you know, no woman. You don't have no 401k. How, sweetie? You tell me. How you going to live that soft life? That's all I want to know. When you figure it out, call your girl. Okay. This is cracking me up to my entire core. And I mean, not a lot. I'm I'm with Team Nay on Soft Girl Summer because I specifically remember when this is before my husband and I got married and I was telling, I was saying something about queendom or whatever, me being a queen or what have you. He was like, no, you are a princess. I'm like, I don't want to be a princess. Lots. He was like, yes, because the princess doesn't have to do the work. The princess is the one that gets taken care of. If you're the queen, the queen has all these responsibilities. And all of this, all of all of this leadership and all of having to take care of and make sure that constituents and, you know, all these other people have what they need or are taken care of. Who's taking care of you? You need to be the princess. I want to be the one to take care of you. And I'm like, where do I sign? Is it here? Is this the dotted line right here? Does that, do you want the full name or you just want initials? Let me know because I'm signing up for whatever that is. Thanks. I'll be the queen. That's fine. I'll be the queen. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's just in my nature. That's just in my nature. That's just who I am. I guess it's big Virgo energy. I don't know. It's like, yes, I want to be taken care of, but I also want to have authority to be able to put things into motion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just true strong-minded to just sit back and let somebody make decisions for me. Personally. Personally. But yeah, you can pay a bill or two. You can do that, though. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. If you want to pay a bill, sir, you go right ahead. Okay? But yeah, I, there is a difference. Princess and queen. Yeah, I feel like I took us on a, on a path, so we gonna sharp turn back to podcasting with friends <laughs> and question ladies if you have a friendship and you are in business together you start to see that the business is teetering down that point of no return do you keep teetering because you do have that friendship or do you cut the fr- cut the business in order to maintain the friendship I guess what I'm asking is which one matters more or does it depend on the person the situation the business, the friend, whatever. Ooh, yeah. I mean, honestly, of course, the friendship matters more. If they're a really good friend, if, you know, you see yourself being friends with them, regardless of the business, how it works out, like if they're a good friend, keep the friendship, right? But sometimes you have to have those hard conversations with your friend and keep it real and be like, hey, sis, love ya, love you to death. But this ain't working, boo-boo. This, this, this ain't it, you know? And if, if they love and respect you they will understand and you know maybe come up with a 
other ways that either can save it. And if it's not, if it's not worth saving, then hey, there's always other ideas. There's always other things that that can flourish. Maybe they want to do some their own individual things. But I feel like those hard conversations have to be had. And if they're a good friend, you know, definitely keep the friendship. And then the business is business. You can always start a new business. But if they're a trash friend, throw out the friend in the business. Okay, that's my opinion. <laughs> They're a trash friend, but I agree. Um, no, I was going to say, this is such a beautiful and complicated, but not complicated, but complicated question. And I say that because <laughs> for me, I feel like once you entangle business and friendships, that's a hard thing to untangle. For me, always, always, always it's the friendship because if I met you as a friend, I want to continue that friendship. Now, with the caveat of saying during this relation, business friendship relationship, if some things have been unsalvageable, then I'm going to say I would rather save my business in the friendship. However, that just depends on a lot. And that's why I say it's kind of complicated, but not complicated, but very complicated and all intertwined because it also depends on what the business is. Because, and I say that because if it's a business where we are now making, and profit doesn't make a difference, but if there's a business where I am, or we are responsible for other people eating now, that's, that's totally different than you saying, okay, I'm done with this. And now I'm responsible by myself for five or six families that eat because that's a totally different responsibility than we'll use our podcast. For example, like we're on a podcast right now. And one of y'all say like, hey, thank you. I'm done. We can still maneuver and figure it out because we're not responsible for anyone else's feeding their kids. And if we if I look at it from that lens, then that's going to be have to have a hard conversation. But the beauty of that is what you said, Tori, is that that's something that we went through in our podcast early on it's like we had to really have some come to Jesus moments some what what the fuck is going on like we don't know what's what's happening in one part of it and if we don't know how can we help like we're not and everything had to be said out of love and that's one thing I love about Nay is that Nay will tell you like her therapist should put that therapist hat on real real quick <laughs> And she'll work us through some problems that we had. But even though, even that, it was still like everything had to be one. We all had to be able to be in the receiving mode because for instance, I'll use me as an example. Like there were some times that I was just like, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to be up to two or three o'clock in the morning, finalize an episode. So I'm not doing it. Then they will come in like, yo, I can't do my part unless you do your part, sis. So what, what the hell is going on with you? So it was, it, we had to really understand that we are literally a triangle where one part of the triangle can't happen unless every single part is moving smoothly and consistency consistently yeah and then the other part of that is what if you no longer continue with the business will the friendship still be the same will it be impacted because now you see an area that a person moves in that you might not rock with so now am I judging you as a person because I can't mess with you in business like as much as we want to keep boxes you know separate we are still whole human beings so subconsciously will things change yeah yeah that's true that's true and I think that's pretty much what happened to me and my friend in that situation where yes we stopped the podcast but 
our relationship changed as well because I'm like, okay, I wouldn't want to start anything else like that with you because of these traits that I learned, you know, based on this project that we did together. So yeah, it definitely does change the relationship when you try to remove the business, keep the friendship, but now it's different. It's different. So yeah, that, that's a really good point. That is a good question, but I would say it would impact the friendship. It's just up to you whether you allow it to impact it in a positive or negative way. And I say that because um, for me, I look at it as this podcast experience has taught me so much. And not just this area, but it has basically overflowed into every single area of my life. And so, for instance, I'll do a really quick one of like, when I was at work, I've learned because of this podcast, I have learned the value of communication and not just communication, but clear communication and clear expectations. And so that has overflowed into my job where I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. I need it clear. I need it so clear where I don't have a question. And so that having this has now just taught me so much more of like, I, we really can do what we want to do in this life. And we can, we can be as big as we want. It's just up to us because it's three of us doing a whole entire production. When we think of other um, podcasts, they have like eight to 10 people just on your, just doing your editing part. And this is a three man show aka or a one woman show so yeah I was gonna say something very similar like I think depending upon obviously I feel like it's circumstantial but depending upon what exactly has happened if one of us is like you know what this has been great but this there's no more capacity in my life to devote in the manner that I once did or whatever so that has to change it's like at that point you can take what has been learned just like Nakai says and apply that to other areas of your life the clear communication having systems and processes you know what it looks like to be consistent for an extended amount of time you know what I'm saying and apply those things in other areas and apply those things even back into the friendship so like it doesn't necessarily have to be something that dissolves the friendship that once existed it may change but like Nakai said it could absolutely change for the betterment of it. It could change depending upon how you choose to react to said change or or whatever that is. I think it's absolutely possible for either one of us to be like, time's up, and still maintain a really close, genuine friendship. You know what I'm saying? You wish no ill for everything you know is going to go out and be successful, but your portion of that um, investment or involvement is now complete so that it can now get to where it's supposed to go. Depending on your mindset and how you think about it, I think it's up to those people involved. So I personally am in, in agreement with Nakai. And I think depending on how you react to it or how you take it, how you choose to take it, even if the business dissolves or the business partnership dissolves, a friendship can absolutely still be maintained. So one thing I noticed like that's a challenge is like how to grow a dang podcast, right? I just look at for me, I'm like, I don't know, like we're doing Instagram, TikTok, we're doing all these things, but how do you grow? And so then I listened to this one guy who's actually a cute white guy. Anyway, um, I listened to this one guy and he was saying like, unfortunately with social media, you never know what's going to hit. You can't really put your finger on like,
like what's going to go viral. And he used the example of like, we talked about it in one episode, like the really, really, really hot chip that the um, newscasters did together. And the lady was African or Ethiopian. And she was like, mm, this, this ain't, this is nothing. And the other white guy was like, he was about to die. And that went viral. Right. And so he was talking about like, just keep going and going. And when it hit, it hit, you just can't put your finger on it. But then another person kind of said the things that will go viral is always negativity, meaning trashing either the man or the woman, sex, or something about a relationship. Because those are the three parts where everybody in the world just seems like they struggle in. And so what do y'all think about that and like growing our podcast? I mean, I agree. Those are definitely seemingly the things that pop up on my timeline and male podcasts with their dumbass perspectives. But anywho, yeah, it is it is kind of a struggle to kind of figure out what the method is. And it's so much different now having a business nowadays than it was 20 years ago when social media really wasn't a thing. We still had the internet, but like it we we didn't have as ease of access you know, it's in our back pockets. It's in our hands easily nowadays. So, and now there's so many different freaking apps and platforms and just trying to figure out how freaking algorithms work and who is seeing what and how and why. And it's how the hell to read the data. Like, it's just, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot to try to figure out what it is. And I think really and truly it's those things that it's one of the things that we talked about from day one is being consistent and just continuing to put out quality content and be present, you know, on our pages or whatever. And somehow, some way, somebody will see it on the right day at the right time or whatever, and we'll share it to someone else and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's kind of how it will go. Um, But yeah, I don't even know if there's really as, as many quote unquote gurus and as much advice and information and helpful hints that exist. I don't even know honestly if there is a real method to the madness when it comes to growing not even just a podcast but I think business in general so man somebody gonna see something one of these days damn it it better be tomorrow but yeah Nakai, like you said it's so so hard because you never know what is going to turn viral and I was listening to a podcast and they were saying that the peak time of podcasting it was during the pandemic because TV production was down or non-existent. Movie production was down or non-existent. So the only thing we did have to go by were podcasts, which is why you saw the sub the emergence of so many podcasts. So now that things are back into production and everything else, there is not only the decline of growing for podcasting, but there's a declining advertising to fund said podcasting. So unless you, and this is even the ones who are making money, who are in the top, what, 3% of podcasting that makes money, who are consistent, they're seeing like two thirds of their funding being cut. So it's it's hard out here in these podcast streets. You know what? That just triggers something, Nay. Like at the time of recording, disclaimer, the writer's strike has been going on for weeks. And now the actor's strike is pretty much started. So there's going to be a big halt in those productions that had picked back up post-pandemic. So now a lot of potentially opportunity for people to be back interested in quality, quote unquote, podcasting may potentially be on the rise. It's definitely something that has piqued my interest as a fellow thespian and a person that's interested in film and TV and stuff like that. 
So it's definitely something that's been on the top of my radar. I'm interested to see how it will affect creatives and what that will bleed into. I do know, disclaimer, any person that is an actor or a creative that wants to at some point be part of SAG, uh, which is a Screen Actors Guild, if you participate in companies while the strike is going on, that pretty much eliminates your possibility of joining SAG later because they're on strike and they will not accept you. FYI. And because actors going on strike, writers are going on strike, it's going to affect a bunch of different other areas within that industry. And a lot of people will probably be reaching out to creatives to kind of fill the gaps. Um, so that's what they call, what is that called? Scabbing or something like that. So if you partake in that, you can kiss your SAG membership goodbye because they will not accept you, FYI. But it, I am interested to see, I definitely have my eyes on what effects a strike like that will have because I think it's probably one of the biggest, at least from a Hollywood like industry perspective that I've ever seen in our lifetime. So I have no clue what's going to happen, but it definitely makes me interested to see what that does to the podcast world. I'm glad you said that because I knew about the writer strike. I didn't know that the actors were starting now too. And that has me questioning a lot. One, I really don't, I'm not a big movie person. I'm a big movie person in my house. I don't like going to the movies and stuff, if that makes sense. <laughs> Y'all already know why. But that's really interesting because, and what you said, Nate, of like, y'all, it was a huge spike when we were all quarantined, start listening to podcasts. One, because we were trying to better ourselves and figure out how I can continue to work from home and not have to go into the office. So a lot of people were listening to a lot more stuff. But then also I think of like, that's where I started to really, really, really get into the cocktails, cocktails podcast. And then the one you introduced me to with the mixed dish lady i forgot her name tika sumter yeah that podcast and like this is going to be very interesting because right now i know for sure spotify isn't truly quote-unquote paying podcasters because it's like eh, mm, but he they pay what is it joe rogan uh, so much money um so that's going to be really interesting to see what that looks like because if more people are because i think of like when we stop my brain this is why i'm so appreciative of every single listener that we have and i say this because time is something you can't buy. Time is something that you can't get back to. So if you're taking the time, whether you're driving, cleaning, doing whatever, just to listen to us, we appreciate that because that's time that you could be listening to another podcast, to music, to Beyonce, to Rihanna, anything else. And so right now, that's what the currency is. Like the currency right now is how long can you have somebody listen to something they actually engage, whether it's where, and I, how long you have them listen to something and slowly, you know how like they put those little ads in and things like that because now podcasting to me is like that's your currency because I may listen to an hour and a half podcast on my drive to Houston or while I'm on a plane versus while I'm like and also while I'm doing work because I listen to a lot of podcasts at work too so now you're constantly feeding me input right and so I just think this is very interesting and to see how this is going to play out is one I'm, I'm gonna say kind of like the what if of like oh this is kind of cool because we're already in the space <laughs> And then the other part is like, ooh, my anxious type of mind of like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Do, what do we need to do? Do we need to prepare? How do we prepare? Like all these anxious questions coming up. So I'm trying to calm that mind and keep the, yay, this is cool. We're in a great space. We've already started. And then I'm going to say this when I think of this other podcast I listened to. He said he did not quote unquote pop until his 287th episode. 
And I was like, what? 287? Wait a minute. Fine. That's so long. But he said that he started way before the pandemic. But during the pandemic and when he brought on his co-host is when everything just like skyrocketed. And he was like, he didn't know if it was a pandemic, if it was her personality. It was a mixture of both. Like he was like, he didn't know. But all of a sudden it just like took off. But he did say it was because he was very consistent throughout the process and knew it was going to happen. And I'm going to say this and I'll wrap it up because I feel like I'm being long-winded is that we had an episode talking, um, having Nate tell her story. And on that episode, she says something that's so powerful to me that I even listen to now. And I've actually told like a couple friends of like, when she did a prayer, she didn't have a prayer of like, I'm asking God. She had a prayer of I'm expecting, like, there's no question. There is an expectation that you are going to do this because of who you are and what you have said. And so I even look at that of like, with this podcast, I'm expecting it to be big, but also I need to understand that are we honestly in the place to receive something that big? Like if we blow up tomorrow, are we one? Do we have the manpower to do all of this? You know, because I feel like when we think of like everything getting big, yeah, that's great that we can get big, but if we don't have the manpower to sustain it, it's going to be crazy. And so with that, (laughs) we'll each leave y'all with one little nugget about if y'all want to start a podcast. I think my nugget is understand your why. Why are you doing this? Because that's going to help you when you're in your first year and you haven't made it big or when life is life and and you don't feel like editing that episode. In my case, you don't feel like writing that blog post. You don't feel like doing all these things because you don't see the overwhelming tangible result of all of your hard work. So it's so easy to put it to the back burner and to focus on things that you are able to see the fruits of more apparently. So understand your why. And if it's not a why that can be sustained during the storms, maybe the same for you. My nugget would probably be be open to the possibility that failure may look different to you. Um, Failure may actually be success depending on your perspective. Um, But be be open to just the fact that what is supposed to happen, whether that is you try it out and it doesn't work, but there are systems that you developed that you know you can implement in something else, or you've learned the skill of clear communication that you can apply to something else. And maybe that was the success of said project. Maybe that was the purpose of said project. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Maybe that not having it quote unquote pop, so to speak, isn't necessarily the failure that you think it is, but is actually the success that puts you into the position for your next victory. I hope all that makes sense because I'm really just going off the dome with this, but that's probably because these aren't my words and it's coming from above. You know what I'm saying? So take that for what that is. Let him use ya. Let him use ya. Let him use ya. Yes. Mm-hmm. What the old church women do when they be humming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put the organ in the background. If y'all starts humming, I know the Lord, he heard my cry. I'm immediately getting off. Immediately. I don't even know that song. <laughs> you know the song. When all the deacons start singing, I, I'm getting off. <laughs> Wait, it be what? loud and ridiculous. Did y'all go to a Baptist church? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to Google this when we get off. I'm YouTubing this. (laughs) 
<laughs> my nugget would be to start, to start where you are, to start with whom you have, to start by yourself, but just start. And I say that because like Sunny D said earlier, if y'all listen to our first episode, <laughs> to this episode, you will hear the progression. You will hear the growth. You will hear the better internet quality. You'll hear the better mic quality. You'll hear the better sound quality. Um, and that's something we just had to learn along the way. Like you could have given us all the gems at the beginning, but if we were not in the place to actually utilize them and receive them, then you just gave us information that we needed at a later point. And so I definitely will always say start because like Sunny D said, like you can start something, but you never know if this is a setup for something better or a setup to your next blessing or to your next who, or it could be something as, I don't want to say simple, but something as learning life lessons that will trigger, not trigger, but trickle down to different aspects of your life that you needed to know or you needed to learn, but you didn't learn them, but this avenue helped you learn it. And so um, thank y'all for those nuggets, y'all. And with that, we got a word from Nate. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, at, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at where'smyblueprintpod.com. Now we're going to move into our moments of melanation. Moments of melanation. Moments of melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting... So for this week's moment of melanation, in conjunction with our conversation of podcasting and podcasting with friends, starting businesses, all the things, I just wanted to send a shout out to WTF Media. And this is a podcast studio. They have one in New York. They just opened one not too recently in LA. And the owners are Alex Media and Weezy WTF, who, if you guys have listened to the Horrible Decisions podcast, she is the one half of Horrible decisions. So this, the, the story of how WTF Media came about, I find it to be very funny and pretty much on brand. Um, with Weezy, if you listen to the podcast and follow her on social media, you kind of have an idea of what her personality is. The story is pretty much on brand for it. So they are the perfect deal duo to spearhead the studio as successful podcasters and media professionals themselves. They leverage their resources to bring you the same podcast studio quality as the industry leaders. So some clients that they have is horrible decisions of course earn your leisure films their episodes there at their studio the brilliant idiots bible stories with brianda and so many of your other favorites wheezy actually met alex when he was hired at horrible decisions to do video for the podcast it's kind of when filming podcasts started to become a thing and they started to add that as part of their uh programming so to speak so he got hired to do that but then he got fired because he raised his prices <laughs> and that really wasn't a thing that they liked so so he got fired. He moved on to partner with Charlemagne the God, who is actually close friends and business acquaintances of Weezy also. And she actually could see the potential and what Alex, Alex's skills could produce and what he could do for podcasts and shows. And so she got back in his good graces 
informed uh, WTF media. And I find this really funny because I've listened to Horrible Decisions for a long time and I adore Weezy and I love her personality, but I love how generous she is with the information and the expertise that she has had being in the podcast space for so many years, coming from corporate America to doing podcasting and moving over to do it full time. She now actually works on a podcasting projects with Kenya Barris for his, uh, his company. Lord knows, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but I just thought that this was really cool. And if you watch a lot of these shows, you kind of recognize what the set looks like. To me, nowadays, their design and their quality of video and audio is so distinctive that I can recognize when other podcasts are at their studios. And this is what I love about it. So they opened up a new one in LA. So now they're bi-coastal, so to speak. But I think this is a a great example of when businesses uh, develop friendships and friendships develop businesses and so on and so forth. And they've created a really incredible space for either established podcasters like Earn Your Leisure, like we have talked about them before, we know this podcast, to beginning, you know, podcasts and, and podcasters. They have so much creativity behind their staff and what they've built. And they created the space where anyone at any level in the industry can really go and create quality content. So I just wanted to shout them out and uh, hope that they have a podcast studio somewhere in Texas at some point, putting that out there in the universe. Lizzie, thank you very much. Hopefully it's halfway between where we are. Um, but what, I mean, like Centerville, that's still too far north for you. That's north, north. No, that's halfway. Me. Is it halfway? Yeah, it's halfway. It didn't feel halfway, but I mean, Buffalo, like, ain't nothing in Buffalo except Texas Burger and mm. maybe a Subway. Nah, nah. <laughs> I really like this story and I'm so glad you brought this up because I did not know that he worked on, basically he got fired. <laughs> basically. I just, I was like, I know they're friends, but I never knew the actual story behind it. But um, with them, I really like this because one, kudos to my black sisters. She did this. And I was wondering, I was like, this sounds like Wheezy because I don't think it's Mandy. And so one, I, one thing I really, really love specifically about them and a lot of these ones that they talked about, they actually started all audio. Like specifically Horrible Decisions was all audio. They literally get more money per audio than they do the YouTube. They just now have transi- transitioned to YouTube. And so when I was researching like the top audio podcaster podcast, because I mean, we're all audio. And I was like, uh, because that was my huge question. And y'all know what my brother kind of proposed to us and uh, unsolic- unsolicited advice was, you know, well, y'all need to show y'all face. Y'all need to do this. Y'all need, it's like, no, we really don't like. There's a lot of podcasts that are strictly all audio and do extremely well. And I was just thinking about this because I'm thinking of like, even when I'm at work, I don't watch a YouTube video at work. I'm literally listening to my Spotify and things like that. But I'm also so excited about this because business partner got fired. became had to come back in your graces and then now we have like this amazing partnership that now we understand our how we work but I understand how you are as a friend and we can merge them together but I really love that but I also think of like how do they separate and this is not a question to y'all because y'all don't know but how do you separate like business talk from friendship talks because I know we talked about that before of like hey I I don't need y'all every time we talk I don't want it to be business we still got to maintain our friendship too and so I wonder how they 
do that too. They might have two separate phones. I was listening to a podcast and the girl, she employed her niece to be like her personal assistant. So they gave her, um, because her and her husband are in business, they gave their niece a different phone. So she knows when her aunt and uncle are calling versus when her boss is calling. So maybe they have two different phones. I love that. I think that is like so freaking smart because that really is true of like, if this phone rings, that is the boss. Like, what? what's up? How can I help you? But then if it's like, I just want to talk to my my niece. How are you, how are you doing? Where are we going? Let's go get our nails done. You know what I mean? Because they're. I feel like that's one. That's the gym I'll tell y'all. Like, that's one thing y'all really have to do, especially if y'all are in podcasting with others. And it doesn't have to be your friends. It could be your producer, anybody. Really have boundaries. And y'all already know that's our favorite B word, word on here is have boundaries. Because a simple, hey, how you doing? I'm checking on you could simply turn into, oh, well, did you think about this? So I thought about this as content. What about this? And it's like, well, now I'm not in the mindset to talk business. I'm over here trying to eat with my family. And now you have me in a business mindset. Like it's a no. And then you kind of start not wanting to answer people's phone calls or like even checking your phone. Cause you're like, is this a business call <laughs> or is it like a friend call? And then you have to like say that. So I really like that two phones things. I really do. Now she did say there are times when the niece don't pick up the business phone. She'll, she'll call her and be like, Hey, your boss called. And she's like, this is your aunt. Your boss called and is trying to get in touch with you. <laughs> So I thought that was funny. Like if you knew who I was talking about, you could totally see that in her personality. But yeah, I am unfamiliar with these people of WTF Media, but I do like this story. It sounds funny. It actually sounds like something I would do playing the role of Weezy. But yeah, kudos for them for finding a way to get this money together. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people want to make more money. And if that means you got to suck up your pride and work with somebody who you know previously you were cool off of because they fired you because you was just trying to get paid what you were worth but now you see the potential to make even more money i mean that's life so i'm glad they put on their big boy and i guess big girl undies and decided hey it was just business before and it's gonna be really business now we're gonna get this money and squash whatever beef we might have had lingering yeah i think the i can't get my timelines correct but i think when the studio first opened was pandemic ash 2018 2020 somewhere in there I think is what it was from listening to Probo Decisions Weezy's been very business minded when it comes to the podcast space and so understanding how that like sponsorships and all that kind of stuff and different ways to actually make money during a podcast those things aren't always as consistent as they would probably like them to be which is why they actually do a lot of live shows like her and Mandy would tour horrible decisions they will go on tour every year or however often that they do it because a lot of the money is is made during touring just like musical artists they tour to make money because you can't do it during streaming anyway but the idea of like actually having a space to bring people and to bring different shows and different calibers of shows in and making money in that particular manner I think was genius and now I've I see other podcast studios popping up and I feel like personally speaking it's a direct influence from what Weezy and Alex have created so kudos to them and I love that I didn't realize hello uh lovers and friends and bad mom good choices are on their platform like 
like those are two amazing podcasts. And if I'm not mistaken, Sham Booty, Boudreaux, Boudam, Boudram, Boudam, her. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> like, I listen to her and I really, really like her. And um, that's so I'm just happy for them, like that they were able to do this. And like Nay said, put the pride aside and do what you need to do to get the job done. Because at the end of the day, we don't run on love. We run on money. So the more money I got, the more love I can give respectfully. Thank you for that amazing Moments of Melanation, Sunny D. And we are going to transition into our affirmation for this episode. So this week's affirmation is collaborating with like-minded humans brings joy and success into my life. I get to grow and learn and teach and encourage. Right. That's the feeling I got of like the hand snap, we in a poetry, Bob, like, okay, yes, I like it, Sunny D. I like it, Sunny D. And with that, we're going to keep on this vibe and say thank y'all for listening to the Where's My Blueprint podcast this episode. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. But you know what? Keep snapping those fingers because you can hear all of naysays at where'smyblueprintpod.com where she comes with you with the amazing personality of Nay all through the world. Yes. Well, it was so wonderful chatting with you ladies today. I really enjoyed this candid conversation conversation. If anyone wants to find me and check me out, you can find me on IG at Soulful Media Inc. Or you can go to my website at Soulful Media Marketing and check out my podcast, new podcast, okay? Not humble beginnings, but in the strong beginnings, okay? The Soul of Media podcast. So thank y'all so much. Peace, love, and light. Yeah, with that, we over and out. Bye. Peace out.